Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. We all hate the constant stream of fake texts and fraudulent emails purporting to be from on Post, eFlow, or some sort of bank. But for small companies, the threat can sometimes be worse because they can get subjected to ransomware on top of that, where fraudsters threaten to cripple the firm's business if they don't pay a ransom. Neil MacDonald is the Chief Executive of the Irish Small and Medium-Sized Enterprises Group, or ISME, and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Joe. What types of fraud are small companies being subjected to these days? Uh, the, uh, the Several types of fraud, unfortunately. Um, the most expensive of which tends to be uh, invoice redirect fraud because it can be for very large amounts of money. Uh, and What uh, is invoice redirect fraud? Invoice redirect fraud is, um, is a crime whereby someone intercepts the email of a business. Um, by intercepting the email, they then find out who that business's suppliers and customers are. And into that email, trail, they introduce uh, they they take a, supp- a legitimate supplier's invoice with a legitimate supplier's name and logo on it. Uh, they take that out of the email chain and then they change the uh, bank details, the bank details of that ah, right. uh, client, and then they put that back into the email chain again, and uh, then they induce that uh, uh, business to re- direct the payment to the wrong uh, payee. And it looks very believable, of course, and it's Absolutely. a real problem for for small businesses. The other, cl- uh, the ransomware one, of course, is they threaten to reveal very personal data belonging to their clients. They threaten to reveal it. They lock their screen. Uh, they introduce. They, they, they just uh, blank everything um, uh, in exchange for typically smaller amounts of money. But I mean, um, uh, when Ismi was was on the road with the Garda National Economic Crime Bureau, the Fraud Squad, mm. uh, before uh, Christmas last year, I had um, small businesses around the country regularly telling me, you know, they were changing. Uh, they they were uh, paying for ransom somewhere in the order of 1,500, 4,000, 7,000. So it's a very, very regular occurrence. Unfortunately. And that people are paying up. Yes, they are, because, um, you know, in many cases... I presume it's via Bitcoin and kind of using crypto or something it, like it that. It tends to be via Bitcoin. They, they're sent instructions uh, um, by email on how to pay and in what currency, but it is typically uh, one of the cryptocurrencies, yes. Yeah. Now, you're, you're working with the guards. Uh, what do the guards recommend, by the way? Well, uh, obviously, the most uh, important thing for, for this is uh, human security. The human factor is is what allows um, email redirect fraud or interception of email in the first place. That's having a solid uh, password policy. Um, In the case of invoice redirect fraud, it's also a human factor. In other words, you, you never pay a supplier who has, or sorry, a, a client who has, um, or a supplier or creditor who has changed their IBAN unless you physically uh, contact, speak to a human being in that uh, creditor. Which is say, a total pain in the neck, really, isn't it, it? It is a pain in the neck. And the other the other reason this is spiking or has spiked at the moment is because, of course, we've had a huge amount of legitimate IBAN changes due to the closure of Ulster Bank and KBC. So we've had... And Revolut have also established an Irish IBAN as well. Yes, they have. So, so there are tens of thousands of legitimate changes of IBANs taking place at the moment, and it it may be that some people just decide, you know, oh, that that's a legitimate change of IBAN, and they change the IBAN. So, uh, one of the calls we have made in this campaign this week is to the Minister for Finance uh, to ask that um, banks are required to match 
the payee details, the name of the business to the IBAN below. And that actually happens already in the UK and Netherlands and has reduced the amount of this. But doesn't yet happen here. It doesn't happen here. And it, it doesn't That's happen. a simple fix though, isn't it? it it's a very simple fix. It does impose some work both on banks, but also on, on users of bank services. Because of course, if, if you're going to change your own uh, business name, your own trading as name, you will have to inform your bank before you can uh, accept payment. But look, we're willing to pay that price. It's a very small price to pay not to lose hundreds of thousands of euros. What do the big technology companies advise in in this thing? And should they and could they be doing more? to protect small companies? Well, this is where performance is is actually quite patchy. I, I for example, I have a very mid-range uh, Samsung phone, uh, Joe, and it's able to intercept uh, bogus and scam text messages. So mm-hmm. the technology to detect this stuff is already there. There are uh, internet service providers that are better than others at intercepting uh, um, spam mail. Mm. Uh, there are some service providers you, you, you'll see little or none, and then there are others that you'll see a huge amount of spoofed email. So you see uh, a lot of the time it's they haven't even intercepted your email. What they've done is they've overlaid a, an entirely different email address with an, a, an email address from within your own business. Now it should not be possible to do that. And internet service providers should be able to prevent that sort of email in circulation. That's the sort of stuff we're asking Minister for And have you also contacted the internet service providers? We, we have not as yet, uh, you know, at, at that point, the problem becomes an awful lot larger. Mm. Um, we want uh, the ministers initially to provide for what could like, look like a legislative solution. Um, ideally, these businesses are going to do it because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But if they're not going to do it, we're asking for the government to impose that duty upon them. Uh, and what's the latest scam that people should be aware of? I suppose a lot of people are installing renewable energy in their homes and uh, there could be some fake providers in that case as well, isn't there? Uh, I haven't, I can't say I've heard of those, Joe, but the, the point I, I would make there is, you know, when you're dealing with this type of white collar crime, you're dealing with people who are sitting at a desk all day. They're not stupid people. They're very bright people. Mm. Um, and but they're very dishonest people. They're very dishonest people. They're very effective people, but they're thinking all day of how to d- take your money away from you. And that's why we have to be constantly working to stay ahead of them. Yeah. And just a one finally, the insurance companies don't pay out in these cases when the, when, in when the most, SME... There, there is an element of loss insurable but it's very specific insurance because insurance companies will tell you you paid to that IBAN. That was your choice. Um, there, There is some underwriting available for that, but it costs good money. And you'd have to go via broker to get it. And you will have to go via broker. Neil, thanks for coming in. That's Neil McDonald, the chief executive of ISME or the Irish Small and Medium Sized Enterprises Group. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.